Welcome, welcome back. This week we move into number 10 in the cycle of the major arcana, the ever-changing wheel of fortune. Now I view the cards as the cycle or phases in our journey, but also as levels. And if you've been following along, you'll know that we are now moving on to the next level. We've just come from completing the self-evaluation of the hermit, and hopefully you have learned the lessons and have emerged wiser and ready to move forward to go to the next level. So here we are considering the wheel, and I want you to view this step as a landing step. You know how a landing in a flight of stairs places us on a platform? It beckons the arrival of the level you wish to be on or the level you must pass through to reach your destination. This is where it's possible for now for you to move up or to move back. So while we're on this level, we're going to take a few moments and consider some things and unpack some things in the Wheel of Fortune. So for this, I'm going to be using the Spellcaster's version of the Wheel of Fortune. So you might want to get your cards out and if you'd like, follow along. And for those watching on YouTube, if you don't have a card, I'll be posting a picture of the card. Now, many of you are going to be using the Rider Waite version, and there you might see the four living creatures as referenced in the New Testament's book of Revelations. You're going to be seeing that one in each of the four corners of the cards, uh, of the card, and they have books opened. And this is to remind you of the lessons that you should have learned and began implementing, even in your basic understanding of what you've learned from each experience or each stage as you pass through on this last level, on the first level, because you're going to need all of these things as you move forward ahead on the next level. But now the spellcaster's version adds a different component in these four corners. You're going to be seeing the four elements or four seasons there so that one of the major lessons that would stand out to you would be that during your journey, you're going to come across an impersonal energy, one that is like nature, where unforeseen occurrence can befall anyone, where Bad things might happen to good people, and good things may happen to bad people, and all vice versa. But now let's focus on the wheel, where even if one falls, not to worry, because it's not going to be long before the wheel turns again and you're able to rise again. So it's almost like that you know, what goes around comes around, you know, if this uh, particular event came around, not to worry, because another one that's good will be coming right around again. And so the spokes inside of the wheel that you're seeing, um, as, do, as it does with any wheel that has spokes, it's going to reinforce the wheel as it turns and assures you that you are afforded a chance to rise again. Okay, it's something very specific that having those spokes there reinforces this idea. So keep in mind that the wheel is always at the center of this card so that you know that you have the chance to be the one as the driver 
to be at the helm, that you have a chance to be the one in control of directing the wheel and the direction that the wheel will turn in. Now, how do we know this? Well, this is because of the three characters that you're seeing in the card. You're going to be seeing Apophis, you're going to see Seth, and you're going to see the Sphinx. Okay, now let's take a break for a moment, go to commercial, and we're going to come back and break down what these mean. Okay, let's examine what the three characters that are seen in the card mean. You have Apophis, who is the snake or dragon, and he is born out of chaos and represents darkness and destruction. You're going to see Seth, or as uh, some cards have it written, Set. This is a canine or a jackal. Now, you can comment as you like or share your thoughts on what you think, um, you know, Seth. Seth's personality is because in many writings or many stories, it seems like Seth comes off as the villain. But I will tell you that while Seth may not be a light bringer, he will definitely push back and fight to keep Apophis at bay. He kind of pushes him back so that the darkness that Apophis is bringing will get pushed back in order to let light truth and order continue to come through and shine okay now when you see this monkey <laughs> it's so very funny to me because the monkey you know I often think of the monkey on the ball and balancing himself and he makes a good display of balancing himself on this wheel does he not and a study of monkeys on any nature program will reveal that they are indeed very playful. But there's something more to their uh, characters. They are very intentional about what they do and they're intentional about who they play with. Now, why does this matter? Well, normally you would see um, the Sphinx in this position. And as a symbol of what the book of symbols by Titian describes, it describes it as a fateful force of unconsciousness, or rather um, something that is destined to occur as a result of unintentional sleeping. So what does this mean? It means that if you fail to be intentional about what you're doing in your life, fate will take over right? If you're not intentional about your goals and, and about what you're doing in life, life itself will take over. So here it is, the monkey shown in the spellcaster's version. And all of this is reminding you that you have a chance to be in control of your own good luck. You can push back on chaos when bad things occur. You can on purpose keep your balance in your life in moving things along, be very intentional in making changes and adjustments when, when needed, when things happen. 
Because if you're not intentional and if you're not making sure that you're the one behind the wheel, fate or fortune or fortuna, as some cards put it, is going to step in and turn the wheel and be the one to steer. And oftentimes you'll see that fortune uh, is a woman who is blindfolded and that she is the one who doles out, right? Lady Luck. She's the one who doles out luck. And she's very random about it. She seems to uh, be indiscriminate about who she'll give good luck to or bad luck to. So if you're not intentional, luck can go either way. So when you're looking at the Wheel of Fortune, you're going to be thinking of basic meanings such as a cycle right? Because the wheel turns. You're going to be thinking of unexpected turn of events. Remember, because unforeseen occurrence befalls us all. You're going to be thinking of chance, your chance, your opportunity uh, to step in and steer things in a direction. And you're going to be thinking of luck, whether it be good or bad. So in lieu of a personal story, I will just add my own meaning to this card. Success and good luck does not have to be random, right? So I add that as my own, um, you know, meaning of the card. Whenever I see this card, I think success and good luck does not have to be random. So now while we're on this landing and we're about to take our next step, our very first step on this next level towards accomplishing our goals, let's remember what Louis Pasteur said when he said, luck favors the prepared mind. Okay, good luck is something that we have to work at, that we have to be intentional about. So that's it for now. I'm glad that you were able to join me and that you were able to join me for the discussion on the Wheel of Fortune. I hope that this was motivating, encouraging, and empowering to you. And until next time, leave your comments, your thoughts, your experiences. And of course, if you have any questions, email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com. Maybe I can give you the answer. Thank you.